Hello, ladies, and welcome to the Purity After Promiscuity podcast, where we redefine a woman's worth. I'm your host, Janelle Renee. I want to welcome you all on this beautiful Friday. I hope your week went well. I hope you're blessed. I hope you know that you are worthy. I want to thank you all for tuning in each and every week as I continue to push out this content. And sometimes it's a struggle, if I'm honest. But you guys keep me encouraged to all of my new listeners. Thank you. Welcome, welcome, welcome to our community. This is a safe space. This is a community of a sisterhood where we're all coming together on a journey to redefine our worth as women. And also my faithful listeners, you guys, I just appreciate each and every one of you all. You guys continue to bless me more than you will ever know. So I continue to just thank you. I pray that you're blessed. I pray that this content adds value to your life. I pray that you're receiving something from like that you leave that you um come away from the podcast and you feel encouraged you feel empowered you get clarity you know you some answers that you've been seeking right i pray that whatever it is that you need that you receive it as you continue to go on this journey as we redefine our worth and um as we really discover how to become pure right and i know this this podcast is called purity after promiscuity and it is twofold i mean i'm gonna just be honest like I've been promiscuous in my life. Um, it wasn't necessarily a choice um, because I really never got to choose to be pure. You know, um, being a child who was molested at a very young age and who experienced sexual abuse, it's like the option to choose purity was stolen from me. So I didn't get to choose. And so what happened was a door was open in my life that was led to perversion. So I went down the path of perversion and perversion leads to promiscuity. And so I want to take a moment and and say, for those of us um, who, like me, may have struggled with purity, may have a past that you're not proud of, may have made some mistakes, may have, um, you know, been with more men than we would like to uh, admit, you know, or anything like that. Or say you just kind of been out here doing your thing, you know, and you were having fun and then you, you had an encounter with Christ or you you received the revelation that you're more than just a good time. You're more than just, you know, having been being somebody's late night little booty call. You're more than that. What's up? Big head text. You're more than let's Netflix and chill. You're more than let's like, let's just be friends. You know what I'm saying? Let's, we don't got to put no label on it. We don't need no titles. You know how you feel. You know how I feel about you. All that stuff that we allow ourselves to settle for because we're, we're insecure because we're thinking that because of our past and our mistakes, that that means that we have to settle for less. That means we have to settle for somebody's booty call. We have to set, settle for being somebody's side piece, somebody's side chick, somebody's little secret, right? But that's not true because God forgives. And when God forgives, it doesn't exist to him anymore. And even though people are not like God, it's only his opinion that matters. And those people that are really for you are going to accept you for you, period. And we have to begin to train our minds to stop thinking that just because we have a sketchy past, just because we used to be a little ratchet, just because we used to be a little Tatiana back in our day, in the time of our youth, maybe for some of us, it was just yesterday. It does not matter. That does not mean you're not worthy. That does not mean that you're not worthy, that you're not valuable. That don't mean what that means is you didn't know you were worthy. You didn't know you were valuable. Obviously, somebody knew you were val- valuable because you had to have something of value for somebody to want to, to lay down with you. 
So we have to really begin to reprocess and rethink and restructure how we think because I know me, I've been down that path too many times where I settle. I settle for the wrong guy over and over again. I settle for a mediocre relationship. I settle for abuse. I settle for being a side piece. I've been the side piece. I've been the side chick. I've been the mistress. I've been all of it, okay? And I just want to be real because too many times we see people come on the other side of their other testimony. We don't never really know the fullness of what a person truly has gone through. So we kind of can begin to compare ourselves to that person. And then we, we really believe we're not worthy because you say to yourself, well, well, I'm not, you know, I don't, you know, my background is, 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 is more, you know, um, I come, I come from the hood, you know what I mean? I come from the hood, my background a little more sketchy than that. I got some things. I got about three, four walk-in closets full of skeletons. You know what I'm saying? I didn't did, you know, I didn't did some things I'm not proud of. So, you know, I don't, maybe I don't deserve what this person have, or I won't, I don't qualify. And it's just like, those are lies. Those are lies. Those are lies. And I've been there and I've lived in that. I lived under that umbrella of lies for a very long time. And so this is just Freestyle Fridays, in case you're wondering. I know I, I kind of just went into it um, because I really didn't have no content, to be honest, y'all. Um, I normally do the podcast really early in the morning. It's about 4.17 in the afternoon because I just was like, I don't know what I'm going to say today. You know, and I had to pray and ask God to give it to me, but... Honestly, I really just didn't know, but it just came into my spirit as I started the podcast that, you know, a lot of us are really stuck in that place of our past. We're stuck in our mis- mistakes. We're stuck in, you know, the that old person, the, the old behaviors, right? Because here's the thing. If you have changed who you used to be and you've now become a better version of you, you can't continue to live out of that old version, it's like, we got to do it all the way. It's not enough to just say it. It's not enough to just, you know, speak it and declare it or, you know, continue to, you know, uh, affirm it. We actually got to walk in it. And I know it's easier said than done. But I believe a lot of us are struggling because you're you're in a place where you're you're trying to come away from who you used to be but you're not really clear on where you're going and it's so unfamiliar and it is something that's so unknown that you you feel lost you feel stuck cuz that's where I'm at I feel lost right now I feel stuck because I'm not where I used to be but I'm not yet where I where I feel like I'm supposed to be and so I'm just in this gray area and in this gray area I had to really begin to do more introspection and looking inside of me and and trying to figure out, okay, who am I even in the gray area? Because oftentimes we hit a, you know, a crossroads or we hit a wall or we hit an obstacle and we begin to, um, I think we begin to discount ourselves or we, we begin to get so weary that we start doubting right we start doubting the thing that we we were believing about ourselves we start doubting that we're going to receive the thing that we've been believing for we start doubting that we're going to see the answer to this prayer because we are in a gray area and in the gray area is truly where we have to be anchored and really define our worth because it's in the gray area that we either gonna sink or swim And I'm like, so for me, I have to really break down. I have to really break down them toxic mindsets and the the toxic um, ideas and the toxic um, 
beliefs that I had about myself, you know, really believing that because I'm gonna be honest, y'all, I'm gonna be honest, y'all gonna have to forgive me because this is we freestyling. I'm not I, I'm never on a script. I don't have a script never. I just allow Holy Spirit to flow. But I just want to be real with y'all because I'm like, I know it's not it can't just be me. It's like, it's so hard to see so many other people, right? You got social media, you got your friends, your family, you know, you got television, you got all these outlets and platforms that show you people who may have a um, underdog come up story, right? A person who, you know, things that their start was a little rocky, it was shaky, they went through some things, they had some terrible things happen to them, their past, you know, um, was very traumatic it was very tumultuous they experienced a lot of you know um setbacks and you know just a lot of things may have happened to them and then you know you hear um the story about how they came to the lord or how they decided to change their life or they took their power back or whatever it is and then boom then they begin to you know walk in the new thing and walk in their new their their wholeness and their healing and they and things started just working out and doors started opening things started falling into place and then they meet their their husband they start their business they buy their home they get married they do all these things right and then it just it seems like it just turns into this amazing happily ever after but how many of us sit back and think to ourselves where is where is my happy ever after why is it gotta be so difficult for me why do why do I got to constantly go through a struggle? Why do it always got to be some opposition? Why is it it's, it's just like why is it why can't it just be easy for me? Why can't I just take why can't I just receive the same type of, you know, favor or the same type of grace that it seems like other people have? You know why? Where where is my happy ever after? Where where is where is my dreams coming true? Where is where's the fullness of my answer prayers? Like where is my husband? Where is my my wedding? Where is my home? Where is my businesses? Where is my you know answer prayers for my children? Where is the answer prayers for my family to get saved? You know where where is it? Where is my healing? Like where? And it's like it's not easy. It's not easy. It doesn't matter if you're a believer, if you're not. It's just not easy. It's not easy to continue to do, to continue to try to move forward, to continue to do what you feel is right, to continue to trust when you don't see it, when everything around you is telling you to give up. It's not easy. It's not easy when you're in alone or you feel lonely because we're never alone. But when you feeling lonely and you want to you, you, you want to pick up the phone. Right. Or 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 you 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 want to what you do in text to come through. Right. It's not easy. It's not easy to hold on to your purity. Let's keep it real. Like we human. And those of us who are not virgins who've had sex before, we already know that if it's done right, it can feel good. Okay? It, it feel good to have another warm body next to you. It feel good to have the a man, you know, um, just loving on you and you know just having that physical intimacy right and that physical touch because first of all we're humans and it and in our humanness we're created to to need physical touch and we're created to need relationship it's not always about 
having to have it in a sexual way but as human beings that is something we are designed to to have we need that so it's like if you go from you know having physical touch having physical intimacy you know having those things with a, with with another person or with a man and then you go all, um just completely cold turkey and, and then don't have it no more that's hard that's hard that's hard not to desire to to want to be to be touched to want to be kissed the want to be desired right that's hard and if you and if you're just sexual and you like sex it's hard like we're not going to sit up here and paint a picture that just because you're a Christian, just because you're a believer, or just because you you're walking in your purity, or just because you're a virgin that that, that is easy cuz it's not. It's not. And your mind will begin to try to trick you into thinking it was better it was better how it used to be, right? It was better in the past. It was like you were doing better. You you know, it, it, your mind would begin to tell you that, you know, remember when you had so-and-so? They'll start reminding you of relationships and situationships and things where, you know, you were getting your fix. You was getting your need met. And now you're in a place, it's gray, it's uncertain. You don't know where you're going. It's uncomfortable. It's unfamiliar. You don't have any clue how this is going to work out. But you you know what's in the past, Right. You know how to navigate the past. You know, you've experienced the past. You've, you've grown comfortable in the past. And sometimes your mind, if we're naturally anchored and knowing that the past wasn't beneficial though, right? That we left it for a reason. That even though we're in this uncomfortable place, that don't mean go back. Because I want to go back sometimes. I'm just going to keep it real. I told y'all in last week's episode that I took a leap of faith and I moved and I left my, my entire state with all my family, all my friends, all my comfort zone. I left it back in Ohio. I took a leap of faith and I moved across the country. I'm in Florida right now, y'all. If I be honest, Florida was not where I wanted to be. I never wanted to live in Florida. Maybe that's some of you guys would love to live in Florida. Me, personally, no, that's not it for me. I wanted to live somewhere else. So for me, that was already uncomfortable. The fact that I had to come to a place that I really never had a desire to be. But I thought like, well, God, if this is you, I'm going to do it. Even if that means I got to lay down my wheel and pick up yours. If that, if I have to humble myself, then I'm going to do that. And I did it. And in and, and the in the midst of it, it was exciting. It, I was nervous. I was scared. But I just was confident that this is what I was supposed to do because I had been building up to this point. It's been like two years where I knew or a year and a half or so that I knew that I needed to leave Ohio, that I needed to leave that place. Like I knew it and I had a release for a long time where I was ready. I was I was not attached to Ohio anymore I was not attached and needing those um, relationships to be my comfort anymore I was very ready but I thought it would look different I thought when I moved from Ohio I was gonna move right to the place where I want to be and I was gonna move right into my home right because I want to purchase a home so I'm thinking that was my plan so now that it's not aligning with my plan and now that it's totally it looks totally different from what I had in my mind it looks totally different than what I ever imagined it's so uncomfortable it's so unfamiliar it's it's so polar opposite of what I could have imagined that if I'm honest I think to myself did I make a mistake did I make a mistake or should I go back because I I feel lost right now. I feel lost. I feel stuck. I don't know where to go. I don't know what to do. This is just not, this was not in my book and my plans. I just don't understand it. And yet here I am. 
And see, then my mind, see, here goes those thoughts, those thoughts that trying to make me believe, you know, I made a mistake or it ain't going to happen for me or I'm just going to be disappointed or I'm just it's just going to be a fail or I'm just going to always struggle or, you know, I didn't I'm being a bad mom and, you know, I I made a mistake and I don't know what I'm doing. And just all of these things that's trying to come back in my mind, because, see, that's the voice that I used to listen to in my past. I used to listen to that inner critic and that negativity that used to always have me afraid to trust God, afraid to take a leap, afraid, afraid to, to really believe, right? Afraid to dream. And sometimes it goes back to the lifestyle I used to live because I used to be in these streets. I used to be out here, right? I used to be out here. I used to get it how I live. Me and my girls, we used to be out here hustling. You know, I used to be, you know, like, Thotting around, you know, we're going to call it spade to spade. You know, I was doing whatever I wanted to do. In the moment, it, it seemed like fun, right? Because I didn't know any better. I was so broken, so wounded. You know, I had so much anger inside of me and I had been so abused. I had been abused sexually. I had been molested. I had been raped. You know, I have experienced so much sexual abuse and perversion in my life that I began to believe perver- perversion was normal. So it wasn't it wasn't abnormal to be out here, you know, messing with this guy, messing with that guy. And the people I hung with, we, we was all doing the same thing. So I began to normalize it. So in the moment, it didn't seem like it was it was anything wrong with it, right? Because everybody was doing it who, who, who was in our, you know, just around and in our circle and in the places we used to go. It wasn't nobody who was practicing abstinence. It wasn't nobody living for God. It wasn't nobody serious about, you know, living for Jesus or anything like that. Everybody was out here living life. They were, we was just out here in the world living the life, you know, of just complete, you know, rebellion. You know, we was just out here doing whatever it was we wanted to do. So now that I'm now that I have crossed over and I'm no longer that person, the gray area is I know how to navigate that person, though. I've had over 30. Well, I would say over 20 years of experience in that. Right. I have become an expert in how to navigate being in these streets, being out here doing my thing. Right. I have begun begun to be an expert in that. Here I am now totally living my life for Christ practicing abstinence because I want to honor God have not had sexual intercourse with a man in almost three years in November very happy about it I've never felt so good about myself I've never felt so happy I never felt just so I just feel I can't even explain it like just to know that I don't have to leave everything with my body and I don't have to give my body away however not da- not dating because I don't want to just get my I want to make sure that I have good boundaries up so I don't slip up because I'm still human I ain't say I don't like sex I said I was abstaining <laughs> that's two different things I like sex however I know me and I know I have to keep up boundaries so I can't be out here just dating I can't be out here just you know you know kind of being all willy-nilly even though I would like to because I know I I gotta make sure that I don't get into a situation where I where I slide into temptation but it's not easy because this is unfamiliar to me. Here I am trying to trying to do better with my life, make better decisions, pray first, honor God with everything that I do, make sure things align with the Bible. I'm trying to put God first, 
structure my whole life according to the way I believe that what the Bible says, trying to raise my children according to the principles of the Bible, trying to, you know, be a good steward over my finances, trying to love people, trying to build good relationships. Like I'm doing all of these things that I'm not used to that I've never even seen nobody in my life do. I've never seen nobody in my family be healthy, be whole. I've never seen it. I've never seen nobody, you know, really do the right thing and really honor God and really live for Christ. I've never seen that. I've never seen a healthy relationship. I've never seen really home ownership. I've never really seen successful businesses. I've never really seen just a person just healed, just whole, period, just whole, like just, just healthy. I've never seen that before. So it's like, I'm, I'm trading water that is so unknown. I'm in a territory that's so unknown. I feel lost. Like, I don't even know what to do. I don't know where to go. I don't have a model. I'm trying to figure it out. And it's scary. And it's so scary that it, it, it really takes a lot of intentionality not to go back. Because even though back is bondage, even though going back is toxic, I know how to navigate it. So don't feel bad. Don't feel bad if you're in the same position. If you feel like you're in a place that's gray, you don't know, you're not quite where you used to be, you're not quite where you're supposed to be, you're in this gray area, you're trying to battle with your thoughts of, of trying that's trying to call, create doubt to get you to go back, or you're battling with the thoughts, that your ne- the negativity... And and the self-doubt and the self-sabotage that's trying to creep into your mind and you just feel stuck. You don't know where to go and it's difficult. And some days you feel weak and some days you feel strong. Sis, it's okay because it's me too. Maybe you're struggling with your past. You're struggling with the things you used to do. Maybe you haven't forgiven yourself. Maybe other people keep trying to throw it up in your face. Maybe, you know, you you, you still have these desires, a longing. Maybe you want to be abstinence. You want to honor, practice abstinence. You want to honor God with your body, but you still have yearnings. You still want to have sex. You still want to masturbate. You still want to watch porn. It's okay because you're human. Those things don't don't go away overnight. They can, but more times than not, they don't. And it doesn't mean that you don't love God or that you're not serious or that you're not going in the right direction. It means you're human. The fact that you get scared and you want to go back, that is just, it's just, you're human. The thing is, just don't go back. Continue to anchor yourself on what you know to be true. And that you're... Your, your, your future is in front of you. Your past is behind you and you can't move forward looking in the rearview mirror or you're going to crash. We got to really change and renew our mind and we got to have a resolve in our heart. We have to know that we know that we know who we are, where we're going, what we're called to do, our purpose, our assignment, our Why? People always talk about knowing your why when you're starting business because you're going to experience challenges and opposition and obstacles that will make you question. And if you don't have your why and it's not a strong why, it's going to be too easy for you to go back, for you to give up. It's the same thing with your personal life. Know your why. Why do you want to redefine your worth? Why do you want to break the generational curses and cycles in your family? Why do you want to have home ownership? Why do you want to have a healthy relationship? Why do you want to be healed? Why do you want to be whole? Why do you want to have this answer prayer? What is your why? So when you're in the gray, when you're in these unknown territories, when you're out here on this water and and, and you having to walk on some water so that you don't lose focus and start sinking. Don't let that 
that that's inner critic and that self-sabotage and that self-doubt to come and creep in your mind and plant these seeds of negativity that will cause you to begin to doubt begin to question begin to want to go actually start making moves to go back don't let your past define you so what sis I got bodies under me too. So what? Because the man God has for me, he's going to he gonna, he gonna love me for me. He may have more than me. Who knows? He may have none. It doesn't matter. That don't make you any less worthy, any less good enough, any less lovable. And it doesn't mean that you shouldn't start practicing abstinence. I can't stand when people say, well, I mean, you ain't a virgin. So what? That don't mean I can't decide to, to stop having sex and to stop masturbating and to stop watching porn and to stop living in lust to honor God. That don't mean that. Just because I did it before. So don't let other put let don't let other people put their opinions on you. Don't let other people put their 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 ideologies and their toxic mindsets and thought processes and bad behaviors on you. Sis, if you want to be abstinent, I don't care if you just was having a whole orgy last night, you can be abstinent today. In the same way, if you own, if you have an addiction to food, if you have an addiction to gambling, if you have addiction to shopping, if you have an addiction to sex, if you have an addiction to drugs, whatever it is, and if you want to stop, you can stop. You, you got to get the proper help. You know, you, you got to get you, you know, you got to, you know, put up some boundaries, make some changes. You know, it's a process. However, just because this, just because you've done something for so long don't mean you have to always do it. And I'm just here to encourage us today. Please, please, please do not allow your past to define you. Do not allow yourself to define you by your past. Don't allow that inner critic to get so loud that it begins to break down everything you've built so far, sis. All of the great work you're doing on yourself, all of the work that you're doing, all of the healing, all of the holding, all of the wholeness, all of the changes to becoming healthy right don't allow your inner critic because sometimes it's not other people sometimes it's us if i'm my biggest critic i i'm so critical i i, I think if i don't do something and it's, if it's not perfect or if something don't go perfectly i question everything i'm ready to give up everything i'm ready to throw in the towel it's a bad habit that i have because i don't give myself grace i give people grace but i don't give myself grace sis be gracious with yourself be gracious. If you're in an unknown territory, you ain't supposed to know how to navigate it because it's new. You ain't supposed to know all the answers. You ain't supposed to have it all together. You ain't supposed to do it just all right in the beginning because it's new. You never done it before. And this is me talking to me because I think I I think I'm supposed to have it together right now because right now I feel like I don't have it together. Right now I really feel like I don't have it together. And I and I had to reach out to one of my good sisters to pray for me because I'm like, pray that my faith don't fail. Pray that I don't get weary, you know what I mean? And don't go back because it's real. It's real. Because my expectation is it's supposed to be easier than this or I should have it together or I should know what I'm doing or I should be able to, you know, uh, just just one, two, three, boom, 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 you know, but it ain't that. But that don't mean it ain't where you're supposed to be, sis. And it don't mean it's not God. But we have to know our why. And in, in, the, in the gray area, in the middle, in the process, in the transition, 
that's the place that you really, truly, truly, truly got to remove everything from your past. Everything from your past that was negative, everything from your past that was toxic, everything from your past that was unhealthy, everything that you know that was keeping you in bondage, that was keeping you enslaved to some type of a toxic pattern or cycle, whether it's a mindset, a behavior, relationships, you know, uh, addictions, what places, things, whatever. This in the middle, this is the opportunity to take the rest of that off. So that you don't carry that into your future. If it's self-doubt, you got to take it off. If it's self-sabotage, you got to take it off. If it's fear of the unknown, you got to take it off. If it's being so ashamed and so guilty of your past that you disqualifying yourself, you got to take it off. If it's you comparing yourself and being in competition with with other people, you got to take it off. If it's being double-minded, one, one foot in, one foot out, one day you want to be a Christian, the next day you want to be out here in, these, in the streets, make a choice. But a double-minded man, man is unstable in all his ways. You, you're not going to get nowhere. God wants you hot or cold. If you be warm, at least he spew you out of his mouth. It's like, make a choice. If you're not ready to be all in, it, it, it's okay. This is your, your process, your life, your journey. You ain't know nobody else's time clock. And if you is ready, that's okay too. But whatever it is, I'm just saying, in the middle, in the gray area, this is the time, sis. This is the time to get sure. This is the time to get clear. This is the time to really get anchored in knowing that you know that you know who you are who you're called to be, what you're called to do. This is the time. This is the time for anything that may trip you up in your future for you to release that. This is the time. This is the time. I don't care if you've never seen it done before. That don't mean you won't be the first. I don't care if everybody tell you that you can't do it or that you're going to fail. That's just their opinion. I don't care if it's difficult. I don't care if, you know, it feel like it's killing you. It ain't going to. But in this season, in this time, it's okay to feel weak. It's okay to struggle. It's okay not to know what you're doing. It's okay to get weary. It's okay to still desire certain things. You're human. You're not a robot. Don't let people fool you. Don't let people Instagram stories and reels and, uh, you know, YouTube videos and all these things where people get on and they tell a part of their testimony. They tell a piece of their testimony because you don't know the fullness. People don't most most people don't get out, get out there and tell everything. They paint a picture of what they want you to see. You can't compare yourself to what you hear somebody say. You just got to worry about you. And you got to keep going forward. 
and you can't get caught up in having the control, right? Because that's one of the, my biggest issues is control. I like to control things. I like things to go the way I want them to go, to look the way I want them to look, to be played out the way I want them to play out. And when they don't, it's like I'm almost, it's really like I, I literally just get anxiety. Like, I don't know what to do. I get anxiety. It's either my way or the highway. It's like, if it ain't going my way, I'm ready to throw in the towel, forget this, I'm done. And that's, and that's wrong. That is very, that is unrealistic. That is self-sabotage. That is just me just having a spirit of control. And that is all wrong. And maybe this is why I'm in the gray area right now. Maybe this is why I'm still in the middle because God wants me to release control. He wants me to fully trust him, not just with my words, but with my life. So maybe that's you. And if you struggle, it's okay. You don't have to keep struggling. And that's all I want to leave y'all with today. Um, It's just been a press today. I've been going through a lot. Um, Like I said, I'm so uncomfortable right now. It's so unfamiliar. I don't know what I'm doing. I've never done this before. It's not the way that I imagined it. I'm trying to release control and to be patient. The things that I need to work on, those things are not easy for me. And it's just, and it's just very different from what I imagined it and that's a hard pill to swallow for me because I had a you know I had a plan right I had a plan I know many of us do that we plan things which ain't nothing wrong with that however we just have to know the difference between our plan and God's plan right and so this was my plan did not look like this but that don't mean this is not God's plan and so I have to learn to surrender I have to surrender my past and quit allowing my past to be like a dark cloud over me I have to surrender control I have to learn to be more patient and I have to trust God even when I don't know what he's doing that's my struggle y'all I don't know what your struggle is, but since whatever it is, it ain't just you. You're not the only one. And there's nothing wrong with you because you struggle. There's nothing wrong with you because you still desire certain things. There's nothing wrong that you still you get weak and you want to go back sometime. There's nothing wrong that sometimes that guy you know you, you ain't supposed to be with, he call and you answer. It's a process. Just don't go back. Keep praying. Keep trusting. You know, you have to put up strong boundaries. You got to get a new circle. You sometimes got to change your number. Sometimes you got to move. Whatever it is you got to do for you. But it's nothing wrong. It's nothing wrong with even still desiring to want to have sex. You're a sexual being. God created sex. He created us to, to desire pleasure, including physical pleasure. It is just a way we're supposed to do it within the boundaries of a marriage. But just because you still have those desires, nothing's wrong with you, sis. Because you may be still struggling with that lifestyle that you used used to live. You know, maybe you're still struggling with your sexuality. It's okay. It's a process. Long as you're continuing to move forward and to get better and to get stronger and the desire get less and less until one day it's gone. That's what it's about. So I just thank you all for tuning in, for listening to me on my rant today. 
it's freestyle Fridays and I just had a lot of things on my chest that I wanted to share with you all that I really wanted to get off my chest in hopes that it will help somebody and hope maybe someone can relate and hope it'll help encourage and strengthen somebody else who may be going through something like me and to know no matter what you've been through what you've done no matter your family background no matter your past no matter your situation no matter your social economical status no matter your gender no matter your race no matter your culture none of that matters right it's about who you're becoming and where you're going not about where you've been and so we always got to be moving forward and if and if we're moving forward and struggling you're winning if we're moving forward and we're getting weary you're winning if we're moving forward you know and we're constantly things are falling off you're winning you're winning if we're moving forward and it's unfamiliar you're winning because the thing is move forward don't look back and don't stop keep going keep going because that thing that you that you think is so far away one day you're gonna look up and it's gonna be right there but the if you stop moving you will never get there so this is for somebody. It's for me as well. I pray that you receive it. I pray that it really, really gives you whatever you need, whether it's peace, whether it's strength, whether it's courage, whether it's faith. Let it be that for you because this is the time we can't give up. We can't allow our inner critic, other people's opinions, our situation, our circumstances, our fears to stop us. We got to move forward because we have other people waiting on us. What if I stop doing the podcast? Because... Maybe I feel like I'm not getting enough subscribers. Maybe I feel like I don't have enough listeners. Maybe I feel like nobody is listening and I decide to to stop doing it, just give up and just stop doing the podcast. But then maybe that one person who needed to hear what I would have had to say, they not going to get what they need because I'm not going to be in position. They going to lose out on their blessing because I decided to give up. So if you can't, if you can't de- decide to keep going for you, do it for those who are connected to you. Do it for the freedom of those who are connected to you. Find your why and be anchored to that thing. So when the waves and the winds beat against you, that you will stand and not give up. Hey Queens, I hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode of Freestyle Fridays as we just had an open candid conversation and I just was pouring out my heart today. I hope it was a blessing to you, add value to you. Um, Continue to like, share. Um, I know you can't leave a comment. Um, I still got to figure that out. Got so much going on, but just if you want to reach out to me, you can always hit me up on Instagram at Janelle Renee underscore one, or you can email me at purity after promiscuity podcast. Oh, sorry, guys. Purity after promiscuity at gmail.com. I'm so used to saying um, podcast, but yes, purity after promiscuity at gmail.com. You can reach out to me. I would, I check my email. I will respond and we can chit chat. I could pray for you, you know, whatever it is. Um, I'm available. I would love to hear from you all. And as always, until we meet again, your past does not define you. It develops you and you are worthy.